Welcome to You Got This, a podcast all about health and wellness. I'm your host, Alice, and in every episode, we're going to dive deeper into self-care, mindfulness, mindset, personal growth, and everything related. Whether you're seeking balance, strength, or just a daily dose of positivity, I've got you covered. Life is a journey, and here we're all about empowering you to overcome obstacles and embrace the incredible person you're becoming while staying true and accepting and loving the person that you are today. Remember, you got this now let's get started hi friends today i want to talk to you about five things that i wish i knew before starting my health journey and i want to share them with you so that you don't lose any precious time because if there's anything we don't get back it's time so let's use it wisely i'm gonna dive right into it so first of all what i wrote down here number one on the list it is not a destination it's a journey So many of us start our health and wellness journey with a clear goal or destination in mind, whether it's a certain level of fitness, a specific weight, a particular look that you're aiming for. It's so easy to get caught up in the idea that once you reach your goal, you'll finally be happy. But the truth is health and wellness are not endpoints. It is a lifelong journey. So what I wish I had known when I started this journey is to celebrate small wins along the way and to just really enjoy the ride. Celebrating the strength that you gain, the energy you feel, and the love you get for your body and how strong it is and how resilient it is, and really realizing it's about progress and not perfection. So what I want you to know that whether you sign up for a marathon or whether you're training for some specific competition, that's always, you know, that's amazing. And I applaud you. But what about after the race? What about after the competition? Or if you have that goal of I'm working out four times a week, great, because, you know, movement is so, so good for you. But can you make it not about the goal, but just about that daily movement that you're getting? Can you celebrate the times that you get out of bed and you take the class because it makes you feel good and not because you get to cross it off your list? It's so subtle, but when you come from it, from that angle, it just gives a different dimension because you'll do it from a place of self-love, a place of joy, a place of I'm moving my body for my mental and physical health instead of I have to get up and practice for this race that I signed up, even though I don't feel good. You're going to start having a trickier, or there's a big chance you're going to start having a trickier relationship with movement because it's something you have to do or something that you should do. When you come from it from that place of it's about the journey, it's not the destination, and it's from a place of self-love, you will get to a point that you get up in the morning and you listen, you learn to listen to your body and you feel, you know what, I'm a little lower on energy today, so instead of that run I had planned... I'm going to do a yoga stretch, or I'm going to go for a walk and listen to my podcast. And that is really what we're after, right? Finding and incorporating ways of movement into our day-to-day life that feel good and not like just another thing on the to-do list. So write this down, put it in your notes if you're listening to this during a walk, whatever you're doing. Remember, it's not a destination, it's a journey. The thing is also, friends, that once you, it's, it's, it's forever. Your health, your wellness is a forever thing. Whether you're in your 20s, your 30s, your 40s, your 50s, your 60s, it stays so important. And if you live from goal to goal, from competition to competition, race to race, it's going to get a little draining. Um, 
And, you know, of course, there are people that love that. And if you if you love that, great. A lot of people say, I need that to stay accountable. But then let's start working on that mindset. Why do you need that to stay accountable? Can't you just come from that place of love, from that place of I'm doing this because I love my body, because I care about it and because I want to stay healthy and happy. All right. So let's reframe that mindset then. Now, number two, embrace intuitive eating and movement. I'm kind of continuing on what we just talked about. Um, you know, you, when you get started with your health and wellness journey, you kind of get bombarded with fad diets and exercise programs that promise quick fixes or this four week journey for that result. But to be honest, every single person is different and every single person needs different types of movement, different types of nutrition that works for your body, for your health. So some of you are going to love CrossFit. Some of you and your bodies really don't like CrossFit and it's going to give you injuries. For some of you, certain types of food work really well. And for some of you, you might be um, sensitive or allergic or it just doesn't sit well. So you have to learn how to listen to your body. And that can be scary in the beginning because often we don't trust ourselves. We don't understand our hunger cues. We don't... Um, we don't really know how to listen because diet culture really has pulled us away from listening to our bodies. Um, but don't worry because you can, um, you can get better at that again. You can nurture that relationship with yourself that you start trusting your body again, that you start being able to listen to yourself again, and that you uh, start understanding the needs and the cues that your body is giving. Like, is it sleep that you need? Is it food that you need? Is it water that you need? Is it movement that you need? But you have to start listening to it again. And I know that can be scary, but it's a practice and you will get better at it. So the more you do it, the more you listen without judgment, the more you start trying to do things, you'll also figure out when it's you, you do something wrong that doesn't feel right, that doesn't work for you. But you have to trust these cues. Your body is telling you you're hungry. If your body is telling you, you don't really double guess when your body is telling you you're cold, right? So if you're cold, you, you register that, you grab a jacket, you put it on. But for some reason, when, when your body says, I'm hungry, we think, oh no, I'm probably not hungry. It's just, you know, I'm, I'm just lying to myself. No, you're hungry. Eat something. And then, yeah, of course, you're going to have to learn which things work for you and what you can eat that will give you a lot of energy and that you can also still enjoy it and that you can actually love what you're eating. It can be a joyful experience. So embrace intuitive eating and movement. Trust your body's wisdom. Give it what it needs when it needs it. And it's about really finding that balance, learning to enjoy food without guilt and enjoy movement without punishing your body. But again, coming from that place of self-love. I'm going to keep repeating that in this podcast a lot of times. Let's go on to number three on the list. Self-care is a non-negotiable. It's so easy to get caught up in the hustle and bustle of your daily life and neglect self-care, especially when you're pursuing health and wellness goals. But what I want you to know and what I wish I had known is that self-care is not a luxury. It's a necessity. So often we think, oh, it's a luxury to take time to rest. It's a luxury to take time for ourselves. Or we think that self-care is just a bubble bath and a face mask, but it's so much more than that. So take time for yourself. 
Whether it's through meditation, whether it's a walk in nature or just enjoying that cup of coffee or your cup of tea, it is so important for maintaining your mental and emotional health. It helps you to also stay on track with those goals and that journey and your your health journey because it keeps you connected to the love and joy that is at the core of that journey. Again, that self-love. Schedule in times for self-care. I know it sounds silly, and ultimately, over time, you will be able to not have to schedule it in because you'll feel it intuitively. But if you're just beginning, schedule in times of self-care and give yourself different options. So maybe you'll schedule in an hour um, once a week, or you'll schedule in 10 minutes every single day, 20 minutes every single day, whatever works for your schedule. Because again, it's going to be different for everyone. But if you start with scheduling it in, you'll have the time. And then you can open that wellness toolbox that I love talking about on this podcast, that I love talking about with my members, with the people I interview. Your toolbox, your wellness toolbox is going to be different than your friend's wellness toolbox. For you, meditation might work. You might love walking in nature. That'll give you energy. You might talk to a friend and that'll fuel you and energize you. Maybe it's hiking. Maybe it's cooking. Maybe it's dancing. Maybe it's watching Netflix, whatever is in your toolbox, know that when you have that little piece of scheduled time in your calendar for self-care, take it, first of all, give yourself permission to take it. Because I know you, if you're like me, you're going to be like, oh, but I just want to finish this thing first. Actually, that's just a me time. I'll do that later. And there is no later. You'll never have more time. So do it now. Whatever you were working on can wait five or 10 or 20 minutes. And you planned it in your old you planted in for a reason and your future you will thank yourself for taking it. Even if we feel good now emotionally and mentally, if we don't pr- work preventatively, we will get exhausted and I don't want you to get into a burnout. So give yourself permission to take that self-care, plan it in advance, and then give yourself a list of things that you can do in that moment that you can feel and check in with yourself. Okay, I have five minutes. What do I feel like doing? Do I want to Um, put on a breathwork session or a meditation? Do I just want to grab a cup of coffee and walk up and down the stairs or around the block? Do I want to call my mom really quick and have a chat? Do I want to do a brain dump, write write everything out? Or do I want to put on my favorite song and dance really intensely? Like You have your list to choose from, so then you can intuitively check in and feel like, okay, what is going to give me or what do I want to do? What do I want to do? My therapist also said this to me. By the way, if you're not in therapy, go. It's fun. It's great. And it helps you really get to know yourself better. And my therapist also said, like, sometimes it's not about what you should do or what's on your list, but it's really about checking in and asking yourself, what do I want to do? What do you want to do in that moment? All right? Number four on the list, community. We so often underestimate the power of community when it comes to health and wellness, And sometimes when you start your journey, you try to do it alone. I know I have. I love doing things on my own, and I always think I'm better at things when I'm doing it on my own. But the the honest and truth of the matter is connection and relationships are so important, even with people we don't know. Like little daily connections are so important. And community, feeling like we belong to a group of like-minded people is so important for your emotional health that it can really help during this whole health and wellness process. So for instance, whether it's being part of an online community, like on my platform, we have that um, platform for the members where they can chat, check in, talk with me, talk with each other, um, talk about whatever they want to talk. 
whether it's a gym or a studio that you're connected to, whether it's a friend that you go for a walk or a run with every week, like having that community to not only hold you accountable, but more talk about things that you're both interested in. Sometimes our friends aren't interested in eating healthily and they aren't interested in working out. And that's okay. That doesn't mean they don't need to be friends anymore. We all have different interests, but it's really nice to have a community and to have people that do share the same interests, that you can talk about the struggles, that you can talk about what you love to do, that you can talk about, you know, all your ambitions and goals. So find the community um, and surround yourself with those like-minded individuals who share your values, your goals, and can provide that motivation and a sense of belonging. And really don't Um, be afraid to reach to people, reach out to people online. I do this. I love traveling. As you may know, I, I try to work remote quite often throughout the year. And whenever I go somewhere that I don't know anyone, I'll just find like-minded people on Instagram and just reach out to them and be like, hey, girl, I do. I see that you love taking workouts and drinking lattes. So do you maybe want to go and do a class together and then chat afterwards? And you can tell me and all the things you like in Barcelona and give me tips about that, for instance. All right, last but not least, your mental and emotional health matter. So often people start their health and wellness journey coming from the physical side of things, um, starting like, I want to have a six pack, I want to look a certain way, and you know, no judgment at all. That's just a way in for a lot of people. Um, but it's really, really, really important to focus also and f- prioritize your mental and f- emotional well-being because your mental state significantly impacts your physical state vice versa as well your physical health impacts your mental health but also the other way around all right so stress anxiety negative self-talk all that kind of stuff can really hinder your progress and even lead to health issues so really make self-love and self-acceptance a part of your journey and if you start to really feel like oh you know what maybe i I have issues related with um, eating. I have some type of disordered eating or I get, I feel really guilty when I eat this or I feel really, or whether it's with working out, I feel really guilty when I skip a workout. I feel like I plan an, an hour long run after I have a piece of birthday cake or I had a binge yesterday. So now I'm gonna work out for two hours or have two workouts today. Like if you have any of that behavior, again, no judgment. We live in a society that honestly, creates these types of behaviors, then reach out to talk to someone, a therapist, a health coach, an expert, maybe even just a friend or a family member. But if you start realizing and observing these behaviors, know that they will impact your health and wellness journey in the long run. So this is a a hard topic to talk about, but you have to prioritize your emotional and mental health. And this type of disordered eating or obsessive movement, that is not healthy for you in the long run. So talk to someone, chat to someone, get help from experts, and that will help you in the long run. And also giving yourself space during your health and wellness journey, if you come from it from a workout side, first of all, and a physical side, ask yourself, what's a deeper why? Okay, you want to have a six pack. Okay, you want to tone up. Toning is not really even a thing, but I know in the in this industry, they, a lot of it, that language is used. I want to tone up okay, good. But what else? Why? Why? What is the deeper why? Do you want to be able to run up the stairs without getting out of breath? Do you want to be able to play with your kid without getting knee pain? Do you want to be able to have a long and healthy, happy life that you can, 
you know, travel the world and do things and have the energy to do all of these things? Like, what is the deeper why as well? You can have both. You can have a physical goal. You can have a physical why uh, or look why. But even more importantly, what is the deeper why? Coming from a place of self-love and self-care because that will support your mental and emotional health so much. And again, reach out to experts if you do feel like there is any type of triggering, any type of obsessive behavior going on. That is so, so, so important. All right, guys. So let me wrap it up really quickly or let me summarize. Number one, it's not a destination, it's a journey. Number two, embrace intuitive eating and movement. Number three, self-care is not a luxury, it's a necessity. Number four, community is your best ally. Find like-minded people, whether it's online or offline, and connect with them. And number five, your mental and emotional health matter. Again, this kind of all ties in together, but listen to your body, listen to your needs, listen to what you, um, what makes you feel energized, what makes you feel good, all right? We don't want our health and wellness journey to become obsessive. We don't want it to become another thing on the to-do list. Really, it is here to support the rest of our life. So it gives us energy to live the rest of our life, right? To have those social connections, to have the energy to, after your work, be able to go out with friends and catch up. It gives us the energy to go for those career goals. It gives us the energy and the passion to um, to travel the world, right? When your health and wellness is in check, when you're supporting yourself through movement, through nutrition, through sleep, through mindset, the reason we do all that is to have enough energy and to have enough, um, yeah, really the word is energy, 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 to have enough energy to do everything that you want in this one crazy life that we have. Because YOLO, I also, I'm gonna repeat this a lot. I know this is one of the first episodes. YOLO, you only live once and you want to be able to live it to the fullest, all right? And that doesn't mean you can't rest. That doesn't mean you can't take breaks. That doesn't mean you can't binge and watch Netflix for an entire day. Yes, you can. But I want you to be able to consciously choose what you want and have the energy and passion and purpose to do it. And these five tips will help you. They've helped me. I've learned through my own journey and I'm here to help you. So that was it. A short, nice and sweet episode Let me know in the comments if something resonated with you. Remember, you can always sign up to my online platform to start the seven-day free trial for home workouts, yoga flows, and meditations. And don't forget to subscribe because that really helps the podcast and helps other people find it. And of course, give us a little tag at the Alice Avery or at Move with Bodiac um, on your Instagram where that, and let us know where you're listening this podcast from. Are you listening to it on your walk, in a car ride, while you're doing the laundry or the dishes? (laughs) I'm just saying those things because that's when I listen to podcasts and share it with your friends if it was helpful. Thank you so much for tuning in and I hope I will see you very, very soon. And remember, as always, you got this. If you're listening to this, that means you made it to the end of this episode. So, wow, guys, I really appreciate you for tuning in, listening, and I really hope you learn something from it or you get inspired or at least have a good belly laugh. (laughs) I hope I didn't say anything too silly. 
Um, I just wanted to let you know, if you do want to work with me in any other capacity, that you can always find more information on thealiceavery.com. That's T-H-E, aliceavery.com. And you can find more information on there about my online wellness platform, Move With Alice, which has more than 550 classes in yoga, fitness, and mindfulness that you can take from the comfort of your home. Because I know you are busy. Your life is busy. You cannot always make it to the gym. Maybe you're traveling. So you got to do what you got to do to support your mental and physical health. Um, And you can find more information about my retreats, my online courses, and all that stuff. I really appreciate you listening. Don't forget to subscribe so you get a reminder of when the new episode is out. Usually it's every Tuesday. And rate and comment and all that stuff because that helps other people find the podcast too. Have a great rest of your day. Talk to you soon.